is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. A lot of conversation today, ranging from Mike Knubel in studio talking about the Wings. My huge opinion on Michigan basketball, number 20 in America. Hammered Pitt last night with a huge second half, 91-60. Mike Knubel talking hockey in studio here on the huge show across Michigan. We mentioned the Griffins sending up four guys. They've been a great uh, feeder team for uh, the Wings over the years as their top farm affiliate. Uh with what you've lost, but what the start of the season has brought, working with Ben Simon here on the west side of the state in Grand Rapids, what have you really liked about this Griffins team? Well, it's good. I mean, I, we're already testing our depth, you know, and that's something we didn't have last year. We were digging for guys around Toledo and and in the Kalamazoo Wings, and again, you know, you're pulling guys from a, a league below, and it's you know nothing not nothing against them, there's but a it's trickle just, down effect. Yeah, the whole way, absolutely. Right? So now we're we have to go find guys, you know, and so. Um, I think our depth has been a lot better, and and that, and and our young talent too. So it's there's a lot of uh, uh, Bob Kayser brought up the other day, which I didn't even notice. He said like this might be one of the more most American born teams we've had in Grand Rapids, where I feel like it's all Swedish or Finnish. I mean, our both our goalies are Swedish. We got our I mean our Finnish and Swedish, and then we got Swedish and Finnish defensemen, Swedish forwards and stuff. So. It's like I, I thought the opposite, but Bob was you know looking at the roster and said it's one of our most American-type teams that we've ever had. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But I think overall our depth is way better, and it's already being tested you know, uh, here and uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, some injuries and, and uh, some fluky stuff. Guy got hit with a puck. You know, Dominic Shine got hit with a puck in the head the other day. <laughs> like just, just weird stuff's been happening a little bit. But, you know, it's again, we haven't had to dig too far to find players. We have them here in stock. Uh, when healthy and with the roster in Grand Rapids and not shuffling back uh, between GR and Detroit, uh, who's on that top five list that you believe that they'll contribute with the Wings, whether it's this year with a call-up or next season or a couple years down the road? Well, it's funny. I mean, you asked me a month ago, and I could label the guys, almost name the guys who are up there right now, right? You have Matt Luff, who is a good player. He's been up there, and now he has broke his wrist. You know, he got hit from behind the uh, – the young kid from Montreal hit him and broke his wrist after he already lost like three teeth the week before. You know, Austin Zarnick's up, but he might be, uh, you know, he's a player, he's a, a filling guy and, and a Detroit kid. He's done well up there. He scored a goal the other day against the Rangers. And then Jonathan Bergeron uh, has played his second game, just played his second game up there. And so he's up. But, you know, obviously another big guy that we have down here is Simon Edvinson, who's another six 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 seven guy, uh, raw defenseman. So there was a lot of question if he'd make Detroit out of camp, but... They probably did the right thing for him to let him come down here and play and um, uh, let him let him you know log a bunch of minutes down here and stuff. So and kind of get used to North America. So it's um, you know he he's going to be a big one. You know you can't miss him on the ice. He's six six, a smooth skating defenseman. So you can't miss him. But you know he might be our next guy to to go at some point during the year. Now when is that going to be? Who knows? And I mean I think Steve showed last year he didn't he was in no hurry to call up Bergeron, uh, even though he probably deserved it and was in no hurry, but. 
uh, finally did, and and uh, you know Simon could find himself in the same type same type of situation. Mike Knubel in studio talking hockey here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. You have a hockey question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also, you can drop that question. Uh, on the huge text chain, just text the word "huge" to twenty one thousand. You can text us uh, anytime you want to. Yeah. So the Steve Eiserman plan from moving on from Blash to what you've seen early this year, even with the injuries and four losses in a row, tough one when they had that lead late against Anaheim and lost in OT. Well, what do you see uh, in this rebuild, reload, whatever you want to call it? Uh, that you like, Mike, uh, that's coming, and it may be playoffs at the end of the year. It still may be a year out or so. Uh, what do you like from the Stevie Y? Oh, I do like, I mean, kind of touched on it there, a little bit of patience, you know. And, again, I think it goes back to even, like, with Jeff. Like, it would have been easy to come in and, and fire Jeff right away. But, you know, hockey people know, like, he's doing a good job with what he had, you know, and be able to keep his room together and keep guys competing every night, you know. And so, and then Stevie has really got to be patient, you know, with the young players. So you have these young guys that are coming in and, and they come in as draft picks and trying to figure some guys will jump up right away, like a solder bloom. He'll kind of stick right away. And then other guys will take some time down here. So again, it's for down here, it's, you know, being patient with their mistakes on a nightly basis and, and helping these guys grow and, and, and give them the time to, to, to do that. So it's, again, it's, it's, you know, it's it's really hard to quick fix this thing, and I think obviously any Wings fan out there knows it hasn't been a kind of a quick fix. But there are strides getting forward, moving forward, and and you know this this. Well, I think when you're in salary caps and you're and you've been a top team for a long time, there's there's certainly a cycle, and you can go through the through the through the standings there and see teams that were at the top of the conference or Stanley Cup champions even a couple of years ago. You know, part of the benefit of you know, the Blackhawks are kind of going through this now, you know, where they're Stanley Cup champions and now Taves and Kane and now Chicago's, you know, kind of on the downswing again, you know, and, 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 and that. So it's, it does, it is very cyclical, especially, uh, you know, when you have cornerstone players that you've relied on for years and, and then eventually they age out and get older and, and, and your team, you know, hasn't had great draft picks because you've been doing well. Frankly, you don't get to draft in the top 10 when you're doing well. You draft at 20 and 30 and, and sometimes those guys aren't, you know, cornerstone guys. So it's uh, it's, it's all this stuff cycles around. Well, what's missing? Is it here and just needs more maturation, more ice time, or is there, you know, A, B, C, just A, just A and B, Mike? That's missing from getting the wings back uh, to be in that consistent playoff team. Probably, you know, I mean, you can add you can add some leadership through and veteranness through free agency in that but you need this core group to kind of age up a little bit more and i saw yeah group, yeah right? i saw in washington it was the ovechkins and Nick, nicholas backstrom Mike and that Green. was when you were there when they were yeah young. they were all like these guys age you know and they, they were like wow we got a great team and you know they brought some older guys in but the the core of the group didn't win i mean i don't think ovechkin won for another if i was in there 2012 they didn't win to 2019 ish somewhere in there like so it was another seven or eight years so before they won you know and and then you needed support you need some other draft pick draft classes coming through and supporting from underneath so you need those franchise cornerstone guys the most siders the lucas raymond's the larkins before he gets too much older you know and and you need uh sideman edvidson who's our defenseman here and you need some help from underneath and you need your just. You need to find some studs in your draft pool there, and 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 from your years of draft and and help push the group. So it's still going to be a while. I mean, the first step's going to be make playoffs. But when you're a true contender, it's you know that's a whole another uh, whole another step forward. 
I was reading a story. I was just trying to find it that Ovechkin is close to Crosby's all-time numbers and Wayne Gretzky's all-time goal scored. That that that's a quiet career, and I don't know because he's playing in Washington that really hasn't garnered the publicity you would think it would. Well, I think. Well, I, I'm yeah. talking about his push for and 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 the names he's with. Yeah, right? no, I, I think it's again. I've said it on the show before. It's it's the fact that you're even having a conversation that somebody's nipping at Gretzky's heels as exactly. far as goal scoring. Where you know what? If he stays healthy, he's only got to average like average like 35 goals over the next like two or three years, like to catch this. It's like that, that's something big, that's very reasonable. And that that's a, I mean that's a you know that's a big you know that's 120 goals maybe in the next three years. But but that's like that's doable for him. You know, and that's that's the scary part, you know. And, you know, again, you have to realize, I mean, Alex missed probably 40 games from one lockout. And then probably, you know, he missed a year. So he probably he was drafted and then had to sit a year because the league was uh, league was locked out in 04. I mean, he should have been in the league that year. And there's been some various things. Oh, COVID shut the league, you know, COVID shut the league down for a little bit. So overall he's been super healthy like on his end of it i don't know if he's missed more than a dozen hockey games in his career but there's been you know labor shortage a covid outbreak and and and, a, and another labor shortage right when he was drafted that pushed his entry back a year entry into the league uh, a year later and so it's it's amazing that he's even in this even in this uh and even in this discussion right now yeah he's uh, at last report has eight goals so far for the caps uh, this season He's just 107 goals shy of overtaking Gretzky for first all time yeah. in NHL history. Didn't we used to say most of Gretzky's records were untouchable? I, it is, I mean, right? yeah, yeah, I know it's it, it's pretty it, it's absolutely amazing, you know. And like I said, he's, he's had things work against him a little bit, things out of his control, not his play, not things that have to nothing to do with his play, but were out of control as far as labor and and Mother Nature, you know, canceling the season. At one point, so um, he, yeah, like you say, 107. That's yeah, it's roughly 35. Yeah, what? That's that would have been 115 before the year. So that'd be 35 a year that he'd need for for the next three years, and that's pretty darn reasonable for like a guy like him. Yeah. By the way, when he broke uh, the single season record by one player with a single franchise, yeah, yeah, he just set that one. Right. He broke Gordy Howe's record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now think about the names he's being mentioned yeah. with. Yeah, Howe yeah. Gretzky. Oh, I mean, uh, are, are they the two biggest I, names? You know, he's hockey? passed it. I mean, but you've passed everybody else. Yes, those are the two on the crown of hockey. They're, 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 they're right? the crown jewels. You know, they're, they're Woods, yeah. Nicholas, yeah, Palmer, yeah, they right? are. They're they're the only top two. There's no debate. You you debate those two for the greatest player of all time. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so Nobody else got, is in the conversation. Right when he got the seven eighty seven, he broke uh, Gordy Howe's mark of seven eighty six in sixteen hundred eighty seven games of the Wings. And that mark, by the way, had stood since 1971. Yeah. I said, I, for me to come across this story like on a tweet earlier today, and I'm thinking that is, and this is something where, again, uh, I go back to the marketing, uh, the, the marketing of hockey in America. Mm-hmm. I know inside the hockey circles, they get it, they eat it, they live it every day. But I'm telling you, there are great stories. And the move to ESPN, you see in the mm-hmm. in the ratings, uh, it, it's been the right move yeah. uh, back for the NHL. But there's still another level of marketing. I think maybe because in Canada it's so big, they they take it for granted that everybody in America feels the same way. And yeah. I think we're a little jaded because of the Wings and and they're you know the Yankees of hockey. 
that there's always talk about them. Well, yeah, and when he gets, I mean, if he gets, you know, once you get down to, you know. You're don't, don't start the I geography again. I don't yeah, want to yeah, go west. Yeah. I don't go. I don't want to go west to the Mississippi again. You know, once you're under 40, I mean, it'd be great. You know, they'll have a countdown clock going, I'm sure, on ESPN. And, you know, it's every goal that, you know, from 30 on down, you know, they'll probably almost stop coverage. And in the final 10 will be like, you know, that'll be a big celebration. Even the casual fan will pick that up, you know, and so um, – that's always a, that's always been hockey's thing is like how do you get to the casual fan you know and how do you get to kind of the fans and, and you know and the arguments hockey's a little bit of a niche sport you got to hit know? the kids yeah yeah the kids and they'll be on Instagram and the kids you know people will be tracking in it'll be a countdown so I hope he gets there because it'd be great excitement for the NHL you know speaking of Instagram this is about Ovechkin and breaking Gordy Howe's record with a single team from uh, Greg uh, Wyshynski, ESPN hockey insider. Ovechkin didn't know about that record before this season. He didn't hear about breaking the record from a coach or a teammate. He said he saw it on an infographic while scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's oh, by like, the way, you know. there's uh, you're 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 Ovechkin. You're scrolling through Instagram and you see a graphic where you're like, oh. I about just yourself. Broke, You're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I That's didn't good. know I just broke Gordy Howe's all-time <laughs> record for goals uh, with a single team yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I know. That, that yeah. says something. Yeah. That kind of backs up my marketing thought, what I'm telling. Well, are you saying he didn't know it was in reach? It was coming up? or Well, because their, their PR people would for sure. And he did not know. I mean, How'd he knew PR leading up to it. How not know? Oh, they would know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said before, before yeah. as he was coming up to it. Well, right, they're not right. going to talk about it in the summertime. It's, Training camp. That, no, he's talking about yeah, that. He, he yeah, didn't yeah. know until. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. He, I mean, he's, again, yeah, he's, you know, like you said, he's just going about his business and he's just playing hockey and he's scoring goals. And he's like, yeah, basically somebody taps him on the shoulder. Be like, you just broke another record. He's like, eh. You so you, you played with the Cavs with the Vetchkin. What made him so great? Where, where could you see the greatness? Well, I think he was just, he's a little bit of a freak of nature. You know, he's not made in a weight room. He's not. Like, like what? Just, he's just natural? He is. He's not, you know, he's not doing, you know, everybody, oh, I sleep in a hyperbaric chamber or I, I lift weights and I work out with this guy or I have a stretching coach. I got this coach. I got that coach. He's just, just a hockey player. And, and he's just built like for the long haul. He's got like a farm boy strength to him. Like, you know, just big and burly barrel chest, just like a guy that, you know, Looks like he could be rustling cows. He's either a world class hockey player or, or rustling cows down at the farm. You know, like it's one or the other. So that's big in know. Russia, by the way. Yeah, yeah, rustling right. cows at the farm. It's I said big. wrestling, rustling cows, yeah. not wrestling, right, wrestling, wrestling. Wrestling. I, I was you. wrestling yeah, cows. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, rustling cows. So he looks exactly like he did in the drinking fountain hammer. Yeah, yeah, at the he does. Uh, you know, and, and at the Stanley Cup yeah, celebration, and he, right? he likes it all. You know, I mean, when he was a younger player, he liked to, you know. He, he could burn the candle at both ends pretty good, you know, but he's obviously, he's had a family, slowed down, he's in his 30s, and probably re- realizes, yeah, you know, like, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, so I've got to take care of it. But, you know, I think you can't underestimate either. Now, Nick Backstrom hasn't played. He's He's been his, his you know, shotgun center here for the last dozen years. And then uh, another defenseman there, John Carlson, who's really been a great PP guy to him. And if you follow the caps, he likes to, you know, Alex likes to one time the puck from his offside and, and everybody knows it's coming yet. They still can't stop it. And, and, and it still works and it's worked for years and it's, it's probably going to work forever till the day he retires. Yeah. Nobody savored that. Uh, nobody savored a Stanley cup celebration like a Vetchkin did 
Uh, in Washington. Yeah, I think the Caps in general kind of knocked it out of the park and maybe him made in a the celebration. Fountain, him sitting in the fountain. Yeah, yeah, down at Georgetown there, which is a really cool area right along the river. It's an awesome area, a couple of restaurants, a big fountain in the middle. I've been there a couple of times. And, uh, yeah, I know right where they were, right along the right along the river there in, in, in Georgetown. So it's a pretty sweet spot. So your NHL career spanned what year to what year? I turned pro in 1995. And then your last finished in 2013. 2013. Yeah. yeah. So 18 years? Yeah, 17, 18 years. So in your 17, 18 years, give or take. 17 and change, yeah. 17 and change in the NHL, uh, where would Ovechkin rank on the great players you played with or played against? Well, yeah, yeah. So I started so in, in Detroit in with like the Eisermans and the Shanahans and that winning Stanley Cup. So who's in front of Ovechkin? Played with from Gretzky. That, yeah, uh, I played with Gretzky. Group. Yeah, you uh, played with Gretzky. Yeah, I played with Gretzky. Wins last year in New York, and then Joe Thornton on his way up, who's wow. a Hall of Famer, and then Peter Forsberg in Philly, mm. and then Alex. So they're all they were all. I don't think any of them were. You know, I think none of them were twenty five or twenty six. Like Ovi was twenty five, twenty six when I played with him. Wayne was probably thirty six. Eisman Shannon were probably 32, 33. Peter was probably 32, 31, 32. Joel was 20. Joel was young. Joel was 22 or three years old, too. So, um, and Ovechkin was how old when you started? Probably, he was probably, if he's, it was probably, he's probably 25 ish, 26. So he was just beginning. Yeah, he's right, right, kind seven of. Seven years later, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's probably 24, 25 in there, yeah. So if you, so if you had to rank him, one, one, two, and three top three players Mike Knubel played with or played against. Who would that? Oh, with be? yeah, yeah. So it'd be Ovechkin in his prime was the best. Joe, and you know, as he was coming in, would be next best. Uh, Stevie Wright, you know, yeah, Eisman Shanahan. You know, oh, they kind of go list. together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when you, when they you were just because they were a little bit older. And Gretzky, I mean, what was yeah. it like? Gretzky was like playing uh, with uh, Elvis in the band in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Gretzky was right 30, at the end. Uh, he was thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So it's like it Elvis the with end, the band yeah. in Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You, you knew it was coming. In. But you, you knew it's Gretzky though. Yeah, too, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was he a good guy? Oh yeah, Wayne was great. Yeah, it was awesome. So he's just like. I think he's done a real nice job on TNT. He's kind of coming out of his comfort. I, I don't think he's very comfortable doing what he did, but I think Paul Bissonnette and some of those guys that kind of coaxed him out of his shell a little bit, and I think he really enjoys it. I think probably having high-profile daughter, high-profile son-in-law really helps where he's got to be out there and, and people talking to him a lot and make him kind of push him out and get out of his shell a little bit, so that's good. Michael, thanks for the time in studio, my friend, okay? All right. Yeah, Mike Knubel talking hockey here on the Huge Show on this Bean Carter Thursday. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Get more for your money this Thanksgiving at Meyer. Set the table with Meyer Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound. Limit two. Then save with everyday low prices on sides like Meyer frozen steamable sweet corn and Meyer cream of mushroom soup. A five pound bag of russet potatoes for 99 cents. And Pillsbury crescents and pie crust. Buy three, get two free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestras, the Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO and more. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Go talk about the Michigan high school football playoffs and that drive to Detroit. Brett Makita from our sister station, Wood Radio. 961 is our flagship station. Wood Radio, AM and FM 106.9 and AM 1300 in West Michigan is right down the hallway. He is the high school guru. Uh, him and Buck Gino uh, will be calling Grand Rapids South Christian in Edwardsburg on Saturday from Battle Creek, Harper Creek. One more cold weekend, and then everybody goes uh, indoors, Divisions 1 through 8. And, uh, Brett, the west side of Michigan is representing well here as we're a game away from Ford Field. Well, that's what's fun about this, Bill, is no matter where you check in from the state listening to your show, I mean, there's great football across the state. And we had a lot of, last week, as you know, Grand Rapids versus Lansing matchups. I mean, West Catholic and Lansing Catholic Central. Uh, I ended up doing the game between Grand Ledge and Caledonian Division One, uh, But there were other matchups. And now you kind of see, as we get to this point, more east side directly versus west side, Detroit versus Grand Rapids and Muskegon. And that's what makes it fun because you go through with these state rankings all the time, whether it's Mick McCabe you follow with the free press or whatever, and until you get out there and you settle it on the field, as you know, um, you, you just don't know because of the different styles and, and great coaching, I think, across the state that we have. And you and I might have seen one of the better games this year, Bill, in that cold and biting wind at Falcon State when East Kentwood on Friday night last week. We saw number one versus number two happen to both be from West Michigan in South Christian and Whitehall in Division Four. I mean, just a fantastic football game, well coached on both sides, and a ton of college talent in that game. Yeah, we mentioned that uh, Grand Rapids South Christian and Whitehall, uh, which is on Michigan's West Coast, that they didn't look like D4 teams. They look like teams you would normally see at the D1 level in the state of Michigan. Absolutely. I mean, just look at the linemen that we saw, Bill. And I know your son Ace plays on the line at Forest Hills Eastern. And congratulations to him. As a sophomore, he had a great year up on varsity, garnered some great experience. But, you know, he worked out with a lot of those kids or has seen those kids, whether it's in, you know, practices or scrimmages or whatever. And, I mean, we're talking kids that are, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 250-plus. And, you know, pushing people around, it was amazing to watch. And the other thing that I love that I will say, and I'm a little biased in this, covering high school sports now in my 30th season, but one of the things that 
I wish college players sometimes and pro players would take note of high school players is the sportsmanship. That was a hard-hitting physical game that had been talked about since about week three of the regular season. You know that. Could they meet? And they finally did in a regional final. And you know what I saw, Bill? I saw kids hitting hard on a cold night, realizing if you're a senior that this could be your final game. And they were helping each other up after they knocked each other down because they enjoyed the game. They enjoyed the atmosphere, the moment. You could feel it. I could feel it on the sidelines. And, and that's one thing I guess I will say when you watch at this point, Final Four state championship games, if you're going as a fan, you know what? Be easy on the officials. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the moment because it's all about the kids and the coaches. And we saw that in that game on Friday night. So what games intrigue you? I know you're doing Grand Rapids South Christian and Edwardsburg D4 uh, semifinal on uh, 96-1 the game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station for uh, the huge show. Uh, what other matchups that you're not doing on Saturday? All classes, one through eight. I know we got the eight-man finales, Division One and Two, up in the UP at the Marquette uh, NMU Dome. But what what games? If you weren't calling South Christian and Edwardsburg, Brett, what game would you be going to? Or games? Oh, boy. Uh, if I had to limit it to just one, that's tough because there's so many good ones just involving our teams in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, I think Muskegon-DeWitt in Division Three at Greenville High School is always interesting just because of the, the background. I mean, you could argue and say those are two of the top four teams in that division year in and year out over the last five years. And the winner of that game has obviously gotten to Ford Field. In this case, it's for sure going to happen as a semifinal. Hasn't always been a semifinal matchup. But just the pedigree and the coaching that goes into that. Coach Zimmerman for DeWitt, fantastic. Coach Fairfield, I mean, he's had a lot of heartbreaks at Ford Field in the state championship games, but arguably one of the best programs in the state regardless of division. That one jumps out at me. i got to be honest, in Division Two, a, a team that maybe doesn't have superstars but just wins and they're unbeaten, Tim Rogers and the job at Forest Hill Central has done in the OK White, outright champs, knocked out Muskegon Shores, knocked out East Lansing, for those people listening in the capital city, a good East Lansing squad last week, and they just have great defense, but they're going up against a Cinderella kind of story year for Dexter. And you know all about Dexter, Cole Cabana, one of the best players in the state going to Michigan. They've got a tight end whose name escapes him right now, but I know he's committed to Michigan State. Uh, they got a quarterback who I think threw for six touchdowns last week. They took apart a good Midland team. Dexter unbeaten against Forest Hill Central unbeaten at Portage Northern. I think it's going to be a heck of a game on Saturday. And then one more I'll throw in there, Caledonia. And you know all about the Fighting Scots and Derek Pennington. They've got a lot of talent. And they're going to be pushed to the test with a perennial playoff, I'll say state championship program, in the Wolves of Clarkston. And this Ethan Clark kid, when you watch his highlights, this kid's electric. So in space, athletes in that game with Mason McKenzie and Brock Townsend, the outstanding junior running back who's getting highly recruited from Caledonia, that would be a lot of fun. Brett Bakita, he is the high school guru over 30 years since he learned his craft inside the Enberg Center in Mount Pleasant at Central <laughs> Michigan University. They used to call him Little Dick Enberg uh, when he was in college, and now he has uh, grown into one of the better broadcasters in the state of Michigan. Wood Radio in the mornings uh, with Steve and the crew on AM 1300, 106.9 FM uh, in Grand Rapids, and 96 won the game, your home for the high school game of the week in football and basketball and the drive uh, to Detroit. So 
Uh, you're, you, when you when it's all said and done this weekend, by the time everybody gets through what looks like really cold, snowy weather, pretty much uh, every place in this state for the games on Friday and Saturday, who will be playing at Ford Field? Boy, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a tough road, I'll be honest, even though they're a local team for Caledonia, just because Clarkston has been so good. They beat Rochester Adams, who is a power in the Detroit area twice. Uh, just beat him last week to get to this point. Uh, so you look at Clarkston, I think that's going to be a tough one for Caledonia. I think in Division Two, uh, like I said, I want to see if Forest Hill Central has enough for Dexter. Um, and also there's an injury for the Forest Hill Central quarterback in Justin Osterhaus. I know he didn't play last week against East Lansing, so I don't know if he'll be back in this one or not. That'll be big. Um, Muskegon, Division Three. you look at the other side, whoever they're going to face, you know, could it be a Detroit King-Muskegon matchup or a rematch with uh, Detroit King and DeWitt from a year ago? That's going to be a lot of fun. And then one more I'll throw in there that's kind of a dark horse, but I think will be a good game. Clinton. And you know all about Clinton, Bill, because I know when your son played down at Adrian, you discovered cities you've never been to before, and you've gotten affiliated down there. But Clinton is a small school right near Adrian by Jackson. They have become a powerhouse in football, perennially at least getting to the regional finals lately, and had some good players. They take on West Catholic at Coldwater High School on Saturday. West Catholic, for people who know them, they dropped down to Division Six this year due to enrollment, and they have an outstanding player, running back that's committed to Air Force in Tim Klaska. You saw this kid firsthand, Bill. He is a load, but if there's a team that could maybe knock off West Catholic just because of their playoff prowess. Look out for Clinton because uh, they've got a heck of a football team, and that's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, powerhouse in wrestling, and that usually translates as Buck Gino, your broadcast partner on the 96-1 high school football playoff game of the week, said yesterday on the Huge Show, if you have a good wrestling program, you're usually really competitive in football. We've seen schools like Lowell and Clinton fits that mold, and I know our affiliate 96.5 The Cave uh, down in Adrian, southeast Michigan. They're fired up uh, about Clinton. Uh, the Ford Field experience, Brett, for somebody who's never been there, and I had Mark Ewell on, the executive director of the MHSA yesterday. Uh, the ticket price is great. You get a full day of football on Friday, full day of football on Saturday. Lions always play the annual Thanksgiving Day game at home. Uh, for somebody that's never been there, and I know I've been there about 10 times, but you're there every year, uh, what are people missing? Anybody listening across the state of Michigan that has never went to Ford Field to watch the high school football state championships? You're missing a state-of-the-art venue, as you know, Bill, that just rocks for Lions games. But what's great about the high school football finals is you can get the best seat in the house. I mean, everything's lower bowl. Everything's basically from 20 to 20-yard line. And for what you're paying, like Mark mentioned, and the venue that you're in, and the roar. When you hear that first touchdown, the roar of a good-sized crowd where the community's coming down, whether it's from the UP or whether it's from suburban Detroit or whether it's from uh, you know Grand Rapids or Lansing area, wherever they come over, or Muskegon, uh, that roar is just something, as you sit up in the press box where we are on the seventh floor, uh, it just rises up and it, it, it's special. I mean, it really is. And the fact that you take weather out of it, you get the, the best teams in the state playing for a state championship in the best conditions. And then I would say the final part of it, and you know this from when you were hosting those uh, pregame parties for the Lions, is if you haven't been to downtown Detroit in a while, it has changed. And right around Ford Field and Comerica Park, there are so many great places to go. Watch college games if you're there on Saturday in between. Uh, it's just a, a great atmosphere and 
it's so fun to see the people with their spirit and their the colors they're wearing and everything. Aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas. I mean, as you know, a kid gets to Ford Field or the Breslin Center or whatever sport it might be, and it's a state championship. That's something they'll remember and their family will remember for the rest of their life. And it's like twenty bucks a day to watch. Uh, there's four games each day. Twenty dollars a day, you can get your tickets. MHSAA.com or at Ticketmaster. Uh, dot com the high school football state championships great weather guaranteed inside ford field a week from friday and a week from saturday and if there are any west michigan teams who make it to detroit brett bakita and buck gino will be calling those games on our flagship station 96 won the game also listen for brett and steve and the crew mornings on wood radio am 1300 106.9 in grand rapids all right, uh, Brett, thank you so much for your thoughts on the drive to Ford Field. Enjoy the game Saturday down in Battle Creek. I heard from Buck last night that there's no heating inside the press box at Battle Creek, Harper Creek. I got a new promotion for you, Bill. The huge show mini shovel for all the high school football fans this weekend. No, I, I, I said you're going to bring one of those little heaters for your feet, and if you do that, you lose your man card. <laughs> okay. No, Buck will be Buck will be in short sleeves. Come on. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and check out one of the games, but I will say the weather has uh dampened my enthusiasm to bundle up and go uh stand on the sidelines. It's hard to believe for that uh you know, if we go to South Christian and Hudsonville Unity Christian in the in their second round of the playoffs, I'm in shorts at East Kentwood High School. In shorts <laughs> Less than two weeks ago, in shorts, watching a high school football playoff game in November in Michigan. And now they're saying here in West Michigan, six to 12 inches of new snow by Saturday morning. And how about that computer forecast for Buffalo predicting upwards of six feet of snow? Here's my question. Has snow ever canceled an NFL or college game? I'd be curious to know that. Do you know, Bill? You know, they brought up the Buffalo game that was moved back in 2014 to Ford Field, and there's talk that the Buffalo game against Cleveland could be moved to Ford Field. I don't know, canceled. I I don't know if canceled, even with Thundersnow. Yeah. yeah, how come Thundersnow, they don't make the players wait 30 minutes like they do with our kids at soccer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There was a lightning strike 800 miles away. Whistle. We're going to wait 30 minutes. Hey. Bring that up to our friend Mark Yule. Just don't tell him that I asked you to say that. Well, I, I don't think snow, unless the venue can't be shoveled. You know, everyone is in an NFL stadium where they have, uh, you know, all the plows and everything. You had, remember the Raiders, Patriots, and the infamous Brady, uh, you know, hand game, right, in terms of uh, the ball, the whatever yeah. it was, a tuck or whatever it was called in uh, 1935 was the last time it was canceled, and it was a Lions NFC Championship game. They canceled it and awarded the Bears the NFC title. <laughs> that's that, that's the Lions' luck. Uh, games canceled because of snow. Bears are going to the NFL Championship. <laughs> All right, Brett Bikita, uh joining us. 96-1 high school football playoff game of the week, Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, Grand Rapids South Christian and Edwardsburg. And like I said, get your tickets for Ford Field. 
Ticketmaster.com or go to MHSAA.com for the championship games for a week from Friday and for a week from Saturday. Think about that weekend next week. Lions and the Bills on Thursday. High school state championships all day Friday. The U.S. and England in the World Cup Thanksgiving weekend Friday at 2. All the college football you get on Thanksgiving weekend. Michigan, Ohio State on that Saturday at noon. And I'll be at the Brands on Leonard with Johnny Brand for Michigan, Ohio State a week from Saturday. Make sure you reserve your table at the Brands on Leonard. Then high school football all day. Then Michigan State, Penn State. Wow. What a sports weekend. And then all the rest of the World Cup games. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Will you be watching the World Cup? You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Make sure you check the schedule for their next home game. Just search Grand Rapids Gold tickets. And remember, every Tuesday home game, buy one, get one ticket free. Every Thursday home game, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs. And every Sunday home game, the family four-pack of tickets with a $20 concession voucher is only 50 bucks. Just search Grand Rapids Gold Tickets and get your tickets today. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today and place a $10 pregame wager on any pro football team to win. If any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wages outcome. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, when you make your first bet. Get on the field and find out why nothing beats a win at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET200. to win $200 in free bets if any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. 
Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com just texted Fly and said, Bills and the Browns has been moved from Buffalo to Detroit on Sunday because of the blizzard getting set to hit upstate New York. 24-7, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Also, wherever you download podcasts, just search The Huge Show to catch up on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.